Greetings. Welcome back. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. <laughs> so today's topic is surviving a narcissist and don't do what I did. Uh, this topic has been very difficult to write about and create information for because it can be quite broad. Um, and also it makes me feel very vulnerable and to be honest, embarrassed. Um, now when I say don't do what I did, I mean don't follow the example of how I led my life up to the separation and, and a bit beyond. Look, my story started with a girl I really liked. I, I don't mind saying that because at the time it was true, absolutely true. But you know, early on, I should have seen some markers. But, you know, you don't see them. You, you want life to be grand. And for me, some of the earliest markers were um, her having issues with my friends and going to parties I really enjoyed. Um, there was also things that crept in, like, being compared to others. Uh, I was told I did not talk in the right places. And that progressed to I was not to talk first. You know, when we had issues, I, I'm very much a communicator in a relationship. And yeah, that was uh, a little difficult. But, you know, it was all those just the little compromises. You know, I keep saying the, the thin edge of the wedge. It just... You know, you make the little compromise, and then you make another little compromise. So, you know, not talking in the right places is like, yeah, you know, fair enough. Um, you know, maybe I'm I'm being a bit ignorant of the of the world around me at this moment, and okay, I'm I'm not talking in the right place. Okay. Uh, then it progressed to other things like I was not to talk first because. Uh, it was claimed that I always got my say. So it's like, okay, fair enough. If I'm doing that, okay, I won't talk first. Uh, then that eventually took on to, uh, I wasn't to talk at all. And uh, I was just to receive information. I wasn't to talk. I wasn't to interact. I was simply there to sit and listen uh, to her vent. Uh, and then, of course, there was the insults. You know, early on, I took them as sort of like motivational factors to do better. I can do better, you know. If you, I suck at this one item, you know, oh, I can, I can do better. I can learn more. But, you know, ultimately... It got to the point where I could never do better. <sighs> yeah. This is difficult. <laughs> uh, look, it really did start with that thin edge of the wedge. You know, the, the, the little compromises to start with that seem absolutely reasonable. And eventually it it grows over time and you don't even notice it because you think 
oh, okay, no problem with, you know, you know, a little compromise. And, yeah, no, no dramas, you know. It eventually grows and grows and grows. And, and over the many years I was married, it kept coming. Little compromise. And you don't even see it. You don't even sense it. And it doesn't seem like a great deal. But you start to lose yourself. And me, I lost everything about myself. You know, I couldn't talk. And, well, I like to talk. Especially about relationship stuff. And I couldn't do that. And I couldn't talk about how I was feeling. I couldn't talk about what was going on in the world. Um, couldn't talk about hobbies. And I had to give all of those up. And I had a few hobbies. And uh, I, I'm struggling to get back into those now. But I don't know. Maybe I'm a bit older and those things aren't 100% applicable to me anymore. But, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm going to find that hobby. <laughs> look, as I look back over that time, I can see the behaviors over the 17 years. But some of those changes just crept in so slowly. I didn't think anything about it. About it. And I keep saying this over and over again. It's those little tiny changes that just, it was just the little compromises. And they seemed okay at the time. But when you look back at it as a complete aspect, oh, wow, it was massive. But that's over 17 years. So, yeah, I just thought all those little changes were okay. And it just accumulated through time. And it was only when I took the time to stop and look back over everything I realized, wow, I really gave myself up. And uh, when the other party doesn't even come close to that, they maintain all their friends, all their hobbies, all their activities. Yeah, it just uh, it was quite amazing. And that's why I say don't do what I did. Take a moment and reflect and honestly reflect. And the best way to do it, if you're still in a relationship, reflect with your partner and be honest with each other. Even bring in a mediator if it's quite significant. But you need to reflect, you know, over a certain period of time and look at it honestly. So you can just look at it and look at your relationships and look at the things you do for your partner and they can be wonderful things but don't lose yourself don't lose yourself because of convenience don't lose yourself because of little little aspects of your relationship and i say definitely Go see a, a psychologist even once a year or a counsellor or, or, or anybody. Anybody that can objectively look at you guys and go, wow, you really need to think about, you know, A, B and C. And I think that's really important because you shouldn't compromise who you are just to be in a relationship. But you should be fair 
and you should be kind. So don't do what I did, accepting all the little changes over time, only to have a very long-term relationship and, and look back and suddenly go, whoa, I thought, honestly, I was going to, you know, I thought, honestly, I was, I was pretty good at relationship things, you know, you know, psychologist every year just to check in, but even with that, it was the little compromises I didn't really look at because they didn't seem significant in any way. So, take care of yourselves, take care of your partner, and be honest with each other. That's really, truly important. So, with all my love, be brilliant and be kind. And remember, 1% better.